I'm a disgrace. Well, get at him. You've already kissed him. He kissed me. You'll marry and go to America. Have you never thought of marrying me yourself? I have. What stopped you? I came to your house, and when I looked for my mom's ring, sure, I'd lost it altogether. Is that what you've been doing with that metal detector, looking for your mother's ring? The fact that I lost it said it all. A man like me should not marry. Watch out! What are you doing? It's going to bust the axle. Everybody thinks there's something they're not. But not a bee. Watch out! You watch out! Alright, I'm recording, Dave. Alright, uh, so am I, and I regret it already. Well, I sorry not to you, sorry to the listeners for the uh, clicking sounds as I'm keying in to get to the Rotten Tomatoes. Last we spoke, I said 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. It is now 27%. I'm sorry. Good. Wild Mountain Time <laughs> continues to drop. Uh, curiously, 52% on the audience score. All right. Dave's, Dave's going to be the pompous jerk that says people... That's right. They don't know what they're You're watching. Stupid. The, uh, You're stupid. You're all public. goddamn idiots. Seeing so, a lot of splats my- here, so let me go to the top critics. Uh, more splats. <laughs> I, I do have one. Two. Two positive reviews. So I'll, I'll hold those in my back pocket to defend myself. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> so many times on this show, when I give you a movie that you don't particularly love, mm-hmm. uh, you use the phrase, I was motherfucking you. Uh, very early on in this movie, yeah, that does sound uh, like this me. is the raw, and this is uh, what I was going through watching this fucking bullshit, mm. this fucking terrible ass movie that just got worse the longer I watched it. And but when I first sat down, I had a little bit of hope. I like Emily Blunt a lot, um, but then the voiceover with Christopher Walken starts, and I knew I was in for a shit show. Um, but this is from a writer and director who I who I like. Um, is it the Moonlighting wrote, guy? Uh, Moonstruck. Moonstruck. Uh, he wrote Moonstruck, um, <laughs> Joe vs. the Volcano. I was putting him in sitcom territory. I don't think I it, like Moonlighting. I don't think so I'm wrong to fine. think this comes from a sitcom writer necessarily. Yeah. But. And he also wrote and directed Doubt, uh, the Meryl Streep movie. Same, um, same. So, same thing. So, yeah, same shit. Roger um, of so Congo. Thought, Congo. That's where we're going. Yeah, well, I was skipping that one. That's... <laughs> I was trying to be nice. So wait a minute. Are you uh, saying that uh, Wild Mountain Time will not be bumped up to his known for top four on IMDb? Look, if he is known for this movie, I I am afraid for the rest of his career. Because uh, this is not the one you want to be known for. This is not a good movie. It's got a pretty poster. Uh, it does. Rainfall. I actually, green. I had I had mild hope for this. I had kind of heard that it was... Uh, not necessarily bad, but like the most batshit crazy movie of the year is okay. how, it was, how it was described to me, which is accurate. Um, but I like the writer. Um, I like some of the actors. So I was like, okay, maybe it'll, maybe this will be because every year, Mike, there's at least one movie, um, and it ends up it's a movie you've already talked about for this year for me. There's at least one movie that uh, most people I know despise, and I end up loving, right? Uh, this year, apparently it's without remorse, uh, which we talked about on the show. Uh, it is not wild mountain time. Uh, this is indeed as horrible, if not more so (laughs) than I had heard. I feel bad for Emily. It's hard to feel bad for beautiful movie stars, but I felt bad for Emily Blunt in this movie. She is like giving her all to this nonsense, uh, that is going on here. Um, and it just, uh, almost none of it works. There's a lot of bad accent work. There's a lot of bad romance. Uh, and then, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it, but the ending of this movie, 
which maybe comes more out of left field than any ending I've seen in decades. Uh, it not working is not a strong enough description. Um, I feel like there's a whole nother movie in here that I missed uh, as I was watching this movie, given the ending. I, I did not feel that way. I was I, I was glad it was over. I don't need to investigate uh, well, further. No, I didn't say I want to see that movie. <laughs> I just think, because I do not. Uh, but I think there is like a whole movie on the cutting room floor uh, that made 1% more sense uh, than this movie did. So, so this is uh, based on uh, a stage play, right? From this yeah. writer, uh, yep. does not have the <laughs> catchy four quadrants. Going to be a surefire hit. Uh, Wild Mountain Time uh, title. Mm. Uh, mm. I did look it up. I don't remember the title, but uh, it outside was, Mullingar. Yeah, yeah man, I'm, that I'm sure that's pronounced wrong. That doesn't work. Uh, so I, I've seen a lot of uh, pushback on the accents here. I don't really think that's even an issue. With this like if well there's so many other issues <laughs> if yeah if if it was something where people were engaged with the characters with the romance uh and then it's the accents that keep getting in the way uh they keep taking you out of the movie i could understand people hitting uh banging that particular drum over and over again i i think that that's way down the list here um, <laughs> yes i don't yeah, really care what accent they're using um this is a this is a will they or won't they to the extreme to where pretty quickly on uh, I don't give a shit if they get together nope. or not. It seems like it's just a proximity based romance, not, not a romance, but uh, proximity based will they or won't they? Because it's like, well, who else is around? Which is not the <laughs> right. best way, uh, other than the fact that these are two extremely attractive people. Obviously, like movie stars, uh, movie star mm -hmm. good looks. Uh, I think that hurts the movie too. Uh, I think this, the cuteness of it works better if you have, um, like, uh, not that this is specific to like, uh, Irish performers, but like, uh, I'm thinking of like Sally Hawkins, uh, from happy mm -hmm. go lucky. She was in a film, uh, with, I think Ethan Hawke a few years ago. Mm -hmm. She has a sort of character actors look, uh, right. that would appeal here. Um, look pretty, but not like not movie star gorgeous. Well, like where just, it feels like this is, it feels like this is a good looking person you could meet in the real looks world. Lived in, in to Los that Angeles. world. Uh, yeah. Looks yeah. well placed in that world. Uh, so if you're going this direction with these beautiful people, um, you know, I don't think Julia Roberts made that mistake. Like a runaway bride where it's, mm -hmm. we're, <laughs> we're going to keep these people, at a distance, even though that's the premise of the film, that she's a woman that can't be contained. Um, they understand where their bread is buttered, who their audience is. I, I don't know who the audience is for this other than tourists to other cultures where it's like, aren't they quaint and funny and quirky? That, it does seem mm -hmm. like this is geared mm -hmm. towards uh, maybe primarily uh, American audiences. Maybe it's just anyone other than of Irish descent. Where, right. you know, you, you expect – I'm really talking around the ending of the quirks <laughs> where they, they just they, – they up it to the nth degree here. But just sticking with the romance, there is really none to speak of in that both characters um, don't seem happy. And I don't get the idea that they would be happy together. Like I keep waiting to see scenes where no. this 
distance or coldness that's developed between them where you see the the attempts at thawing where it's like if one of them would just give in or just be committed to the idea of like hey i like you you like me i don't i can't think of one scene where i'm like oh, i get it i get why these two should be together right <laughs> so can we talk about the ending mike can we talk about the ending of this movie? Spoiler alert for Wild Mountain Time. Uh, words I never thought I would say, but here so, we are. You've destroyed the car. It's fine. There's no point. It's my car. Well, look at it. To hell in the car. <laughs> what? Oh, perfect. Perfect. Would you make up your mind? Are you leaning or shining on us? Tell me, standing on this holy land of Ireland, why shouldn't you marry me? I see things. I'm delusional. For the love of God, woman, I think I'm a bug. So what? Sometimes I think I'm a house cat. You do not. No, but I don't stay with it because I know I'm a swan. You do not literally think you're a swan. I do. Does that make me useless as a wife? Muddy the waters. Jesus Christ in heaven, we're walking in circles where it's standing in your land. Just give us a chance. If it was meant to be, I'd have found the ring. We say what's meant. Life is here, we name it. But Adam is waiting. Look at me. Look how I look at you. I don't know if I can live shut in a house with a woman. You can have the winds and the fields. You just think of me as the open door. I'm here, fool. You can have your ring, too. What's this? Found it by my gate. My mother's ring. Thought it heaven sent to give me hope. What do I have to do? Do I have to swat at you to get you to sting me? I'm afraid. What? I'm alone. Just think of the pleasure. Sure, it's yours. It always was. That's it. What are you doing? Look up that hill. What? There's a bit of light up there. And I don't know about you, but I'm goddamn tired of living in the rain. So as I was sitting here listening to you talk about, like, the will they or won't they, and there's no moment where they feel like they would be good together, which you're absolutely correct. So I kept thinking about a movie that we both love, uh, Playing by Heart, um, where you have one of the lead characters who is HIV positive, uh, and that's why he can't reach out to her. Pretty big. Right? Pretty big reason. Right? Pretty yeah. big deal. And in this, all I kept thinking in comparison, but I'm a bee. That's that's why I can't. All right. Um, yeah, I'm I mean, a bee, and it comes at it. There's like maybe one scene in this movie that is a quote unquote hint. Like when he's a kid, he's like sniffing a flower, and there's all this pollen all over his face. I, I took, That's it. I took no notice of that. I just thought, okay, no. kid being quirky or playing whatever, um, making a mess. Um, there's a bit where he's got a metal detector, and I think that was enough for me because it's revealed that the reason he's using the metal detector is he's lost. His mother's ring, and so he, in whatever skewed tradition he's thinking of, that it has to to meet this sort of kismet-like thing, 
where it's it's designed by the gods that this has to happen. He has to have that ring. If he doesn't have the ring, then maybe she's not the one, or maybe he's not ready for the responsibility of marriage if he can't even hold on to this item that it is revealed that she has, she's taken, and you know it, it's meant to play cute. Well, like oh, it's always been meant for you, so everything has worked out, even though. Uh, our lives up to this point have been deeply unsatisfying for all all parties involved. <laughs> Everything works out. It's great. <laughs> um, I also think that uh, these characters, as played by these actors, they're a little bit too old to be this fucking yeah, silly yeah. without being yeah. um, seen as maybe unstable this is, this in is, some way. This is teenage shit. Like, yes. this is high school shit. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, even, um, you know, uh, Crazy Stupid Love uh, is one where... Uh, there's a lot of uh, misdeeds in the sort of like playing with the rom-com trappings. Well, the the older person there is freshly divorced, so we find it somewhat forgivable right. that he doesn't know the lay of the land. And Ryan Gosling looks like Ryan Gosling, so so what if he's playing the field, not settled down? Right. These two, as I go back to, they have are like childhood sweethearts that never were, <laughs> and yet they talk about it as if they have this long-standing relationship. That never was. I don't. I don't get the dynamic here. Yeah. It's not like one of them is pining for the other, and the other one just doesn't see it and has like gone about their business until finally, like a she's all that moment where it's like, wow, you're beautiful, Emily Blunt. There's none of that. They're they're both <laughs> pining for each other, uh, and the way they do that is to insult and be cold and distant from the other one. It, I I don't get it. As I guess maybe as a dumb American, this just is not for me. I'm, I'm glad that it's not for me. However, yeah. before I hand the ball to you, I want to make sure that I had a, a splat. And this one is Donald Clark of the Irish times. So I know nothing about the Irish times. I think I'm in good company here as far as speaking to maybe the cultural norms. Uh, his review, one out of five, one remains staggered <laughs> that <laughs> sentient human beings who walk upright and use cutlery, I like that bit, cutlery, and I put down, <laughs> believe this was a respectful use of their valuable time. <laughs> wow. That's a great, this, that's a good line. Their hands sir. are out, sir, from the Irish <laughs> Times. The cutlery yeah. use, I like it. Yeah, you bring up a lot of really good points. Something like Crazy Stupid Love, I think, works because the. You know, one of you talked about you know Gosling and that kind of main romantic pairing um, with him and Emma Stone. Like they're they're people who are about to go into real adulthood. Um, they're still like they're not kids, but they're still kind of running wild and doing their own thing and figuring themselves out. These are grown ass adults who own farms. What are you doing? Get your lives together. Would you the stop it? Opposite way. I mean, this is a, a generalization, a stereotype, but like if you're you you know where your home is. And you never want to leave it. Uh, it becomes practical to procreate with whoever's close by. Like you, nearby, you, you stay mm. in your hometown, like the sort of the high school sweetheart type thing. Uh, and also this bitter edge, especially from the Emily Blunt character. I would rather have seen her played out and they take charge. Like if you're not going to make the first move, I am because we need right. to get the fuck on with it. And she has that mentality, but she doesn't have those conversations really. Uh, right. and I can tell you, it's not working. I'm watching it with my wife. Got 50 shades of gray in here. Dornan fine, whatever. But as soon as John Hamm as the dumb American comes in to buy the farm, my wife's like, just fucking do it. Get on with it. Like this ain't working. <laughs> yeah. Go with go with mad men. Go with, go with Don Draper. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, uh, so you have him. It's a bee and she's a swan, I guess. 
The swan uh, thing doesn't like bother the, me as much if you're if you're a fan of dance, the ballet, whatever. I'm, I'm sure, giving sure. you this weird Mortal Kombat uh, <laughs> animatality or whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, the B thing when it is when it is brought into the continuity, I thought it was another put off from him of like, let me, me just too. say something crazy and then she'll go away from me because I can't commit. I didn't realize that we were having for once a real conversation where this man truly thinks he's a B. The, the the sigh, the heavy sigh that I had when I got to the end of this. It's the same reaction. I kept thinking, like, because I'd heard it's a batshit, like, crazy ending, and I kind of forgot about it because the movie is so fucking tedious all the way through that I was like, I just want it to end. I don't care how it ends. Please just make the pain stop. Uh, and then it happens, and I kind of expected to laugh at this and be like, ah, oh, this is great. This is so ridiculous. But literally just kind of sighed at it, like, Oh, you're a B now? That's that's what we're doing? Like, whatever, dude. Could you just roll the fucking credits? Uh, but then they play it like it's this romantic connection between the two of them, and it makes no sense. And from the writer of Moonstruck, one of the greatest romantic comedies of all time, or romances of all time, this comes out, and I'm like, I just feel like I'm missing so many steps to why I should care, uh, but I don't care enough to find them. Memory <laughs> serves Moonstruck, which I've only seen once there is a quirk factor right in particular with the nicholas oh, yeah. cage quirk character the missing hand i believe missing hand yep that's correct So this guy leans that direction i will you know fairness to that film they introduced that fairly early on it's not a <laughs> i don't remember that being a last five minute reveal where nicholas cage is like okay the reason i couldn't get together with you share is look at my hand it's been fake the whole time like there's not <laughs> that sensibility to it i have another splat here this is the top one from uh just says the times in the uk uh mm. kevin mauer says uh patty wackery of the highest order i had to slow <laughs> down I, I speak kind of Goodness. slow anyway with my accent but patty wackery does not roll <laughs> off the kentucky tongue as much as i would like it to uh, he calls it a rom-com that's almost surreal and it's unashamed awfulness I you know it it pains me Dave because I was aware that this was uh not received well on initial release but it's Emily Blunt who I'm a big fan of. Mm -hmm. Uh I don't really have any I don't think Your ladies have done you wrong lately Mike. This is uh... I just watched um Amanda <laughs> Seyfried in a Netflix original for uh Sober Cinema. Uh, I guess it's a not so sober cinema episode where it's something that came out 2 days ago. And I was not alone. I get on Letterboxd. The only reviews on there uh, are saying, why are you doing this to me, Amanda Seyfried, or the things I do for you? <laughs> you were right. Anna Kendrick. And that was the other That was the other option for us. I, I went with Michael yep. B. Jordan instead. Thank God. Um, Mike does Dave a favor, and he ends up being grateful for it. I like that. <laughs> I, uh, I wanted to come to bat for this. Uh, I really do. And, um, but I think I have, a, do I have a bad history with Irish romance. No, we on a, a podcast directed by we did the John Wayne one, and you liked you liked Brooklyn. That's another. Brooklyn. Uh, I think romance. I'm just thinking of Leap Year with Amy Adams, who, uh, you know, yeah. maybe uh, as of this recording, we have done the Woman in the Window. I feel like mm. we should. We should just keep the streak alive of my favorite actresses. As long as it comes out, we should do it. Just doing things. Put that Mike through the me. fucking ringer. <laughs> don't don't make me sexist I did in like, that way. Uh, Why, Dave? Why? What? Like my male actors. They're doing fine. I mean, you know, apparently the internet hates Michael B. Jordan. No, that is 
No, that's the opposite of you being sexist. You are still going to bat for them and attempting to watch these terrible movies, despite the <laughs> that fact doesn't that sound they're terrible. like I'm, I'm so. going to bat because I'm really <laughs> reaching here to be like, what? What is one nice thing I can say about Wild Mountain Time? That poster is pretty. I, that poster is uh, is delightful looking. Was that uh, was that Emily Blunt actually singing? Because that was nice. That was pleasant. Giving us the uh, the title drop, I guess. Yeah, um, it's nice. I like that, but. Uh, yeah, Christopher Walken is... has like a sort of a deathbed monologue to his son, which is um, honestly when I when I heard it, I'm like, well, that's nice, but that's what I want from it's the a... romance. I want them to finally well, speak to each other, where you're saying, hey, this is how much you mean to me. We've known each other our whole right. lives. I, yet again, it's unfair to the culture. Where I'm like, the Irish are they really like? Are they this withholding to where it's like I'm gonna wait till <laughs> mom's about to die? I tell you this, like you get that with. I think that's a general that crosses all cultural bounds that the father son right. thing can be that distant until it you know you're pushed to have a, a hug <laughs> at best. So that scene, that scene annoyed me. It was a good scene, um, but it it isn't supported by anything else in the movie. It feels like a moment that should be impactful and you even have Jamie Dornan crying in the corner after this happens. And I feel like that should be my reaction. I should be tearing up in this moment because the father-son relationship is a really important thing, especially for us guys. Um, but like, I don't know, everything else beforehand, like there's no, I don't have a connection to either of these two characters. It's so obviously attempting to be charming that there's no reality to it anymore. It's just like he just packs this movie with this Irish charm. So it just becomes like a cartoon. Um, so when big moments like this happen, even if they're performed well, they have no impact. And I find myself wanting to, as usual, run off with John Hamm back to the United States. Um, I think that would be the smartest move for anyone in this movie. Anyone that John Hamm wants, he should bring back to the United States and they should live a happy life. That's what there I There we go. I can... I can uh... Take John Hamm task a little bit. He is he has not done the work that I would have hoped coming off of Mad Men. He is he has fallen to the trap where he uh it's either a noble thing where he's like he doesn't seem concerned to have lead roles, but he just pops up in random things, sometimes to great effect, like Bridesmaids, where he's playing the ultimate cad, like the the sort of mimbo yeah. like that. Or 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 the town. I liked him in the town. town. Yeah, he's like, the uh yeah. I guess the the foil, the the straight man. And what's the what's the movie you love? The baseball slash cricket movie. Um Million Dollar Arm, so what you think of Million Dollar yeah. Arm? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh God damn it. Let me look that up. Like I'm hoping to God it's hated by the general community. Sixty eight percent or less. Uh, probably is. Sixty-five percent for million dollar. Yeah, arm. baby. And, you know, it's, there it's it is. Uh, summer. Baseball season's coming up. I, I think we're mm -hmm. I think we can do this. Maybe we can bring back uh, our good buddy Webb, uh, since he brought the uh, Indian American experience in with our absolute disaster of an episode. <laughs> that I, I assure you, me, Dave, and Webb. I'm, I'm not joking. Look at the numbers. Are the only ones that have listened <laughs> to our own conversation. I feel so bad. So yeah, put a white face on the story of uh, really what are ultimately uh, Indians experiencing this not so great country, and maybe people will listen to it. But American Daisy, hey man, I'm looking at, so much. I'm, I'm looking at his IMDb right now, and there's just like there's not a lot of lead roles at all. So that's what I'm saying. It's kind of noble in the sense that he doesn't feel like I have to be the lead or nothing else, which oftentimes you see actors take a lot of trash, like a lot of junk, as long as they're the, the hero role or whatever. He doesn't, right. he seems like he just, either it's people he has always wanted to work with, or he just finds the script kind of interesting. I, I don't know. Like there is the, uh, the previous 
filmography or work of, uh, you know, I kept saying moonlighting, but moonstruck this guy that John Patrick Shanley, I can see it, but I also made the joke. This is not doubt. in the sense of this, we are far afield from doubt. And so I don't really know what there is with John Hamm to sink his teeth into other than it's a compliment of role of, uh, Hey, you're good looking and successful. You may be the one to, uh, turn this woman against her her Irish neighbor that she's always adored. If anybody could, it's you, John Ham. You Hamm. could do it. Uh, God damn it! Uh, I'm gonna go to Disney Plus for this million dollar arm. I really feel like I want to <laughs> stick with Stars. It used to probably be on Stars, but now maybe it's been consolidated under the Disney Plus yeah, banner. Probably true. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at his roles. You know, you've got stuff. Like, I mean, I guess Keeping Up with the Joneses was a quote unquote starring role, yeah. but that's kind of a yeah. kind of a four hander. Uh, um, and then he got roles in Baby Driver, Bad Times at the El Royale, Lucy in the Sky, Richard Jewell. Um, these are all supporting roles and like small roles. Uh, he's got. I guess he's going to be in the new Top Gun movie as Vice Admiral Cyclone, which is a great <laughs> cast list name. That is, like, I can't tell if that's like a superhero movie or a fighter pilot movie or a little bit of both, uh, but that sounds great. Do you want to know how, uh, on a podcast, a movie podcast in particular, it's an extremely negative review of film, is you are now going through uh, a secondary character's upcoming films and the name of his character in these upcoming films rather than talk about Wild Mountain Time. Well, because it sucks. It's <laughs> terrible. Like, this is one of those movies that, like, you know, every every couple of weeks you hear, this is the fucking worst movie of the year. This is awful. Um, this is going to be down there uh, as far as one of the worst movies of whatever year. This is truly bad. Um, it's It's got, like, bad performances, but in the sense that, like, there's not much else they can do with this material. It's a terrible script. Um, it's not very interestingly filmed. Like there's really, and that's the worst part about it is that I guarantee you in two weeks, the only thing I'm going to remember about this movie is I'm a honeybee. That's the only thing I'm going to remember. I have another Uh, review that touches on that. And I I think it's, uh, better than what I could come up with. You know, normally I like to shout myself out as far as my pithy reviews. I don't remember what I said about wild mountain time, nor, you know, it's not worth the time. My point. This it's not even point. worth the yes. trouble of me looking up my own work to pimp it out. Uh, <laughs> this is from Dave S., who is someone I follow on Letterboxd. So I didn't have too many friends that had posted about this, but most of them the same thing. This is trash garbage. I actually thought there was a little bit more thought put into this one-and-a-half-star review, uh, which was uh, dated uh, watched February 5th, 2021. Dave S. says, I wish more people had seen this so it would make a better punchline. Like when I inevitably claim that the theme of the 2023 Met Gala is wild mountain time. I want everyone to really be able to take that in. <laughs> this maybe, maybe could have been okay if the twist happened earlier and characters got to ask, all caps here, any of the obvious follow-up questions to explore the concept. <laughs> Just a simple, what does that mean would work wonders. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that. I totally you, you agree. Have, this this review, Davis, you have nailed. If you're gonna go with the quirk, lean into it and explore it. These two nut job characters in Ireland falling in love, go for broke. Right, go for it. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna have a twist ending, it's got to be one of two things. It's got to be something that the twist comes in, like all the pieces fit together. Now, oh my God, I get it, and you have like a you know, a sequence at the end kind of flashing back to all these things and showing it connect. Or you need to leave enough time for, as Dave S. says here, to ask just a few questions, just a few follow-ups. 
Because uh, if someone tells me I'm a bee, um, even if it's someone I'm in love with or I think I'm in love with, I don't know that I'm hopping in the car with that guy. Uh, I think I have a couple questions before I let you behind the wheel of an automobile uh, with me in it. Um, but she just, you know, God bless her heart, uh, Emily Blunt just hops in that car. Uh, she loves that man, whether he's a honeybee or a human. And she really uh, wants him in her life for no conceivable reason other than he lives next door. That's that's it. Uh, and you don't need a twist for some stupidity like that. Just be honest with it, uh, that you're lonely and you need someone and you are closest and you're not hideous. Think of the absurd I, I uh, sex sequences we could have with them role-playing the bee and the flower. The obvious uh, you know, you go to your, uh, I guess, like... Mil- yeah, the bee and a swan don't really work together Yeah, yeah, you go to the flower. Uh, the, uh, the sort of the middle school, like, uh, nature class, like, here's how sex work thing. Just bring yeah, that footage out. Pollinate. Bring That's that stock right. footage yeah. out and uh, <laughs> just go with it, I guess. It's very uh, Gus Van Sant's version of Psycho there. Just bring All right, that's enough out of you. Stock footage. What, what, what's next? What are we doing next? Oh, it's another new release know. that we don't know don't <laughs> what we're doing. What? Probably a Amy Adams. That's. Uh, I think that's, that's that has already happened, Dave. And oh, uh, Jesus, we're on to okay. Um, it could be. It could be uh, a quiet place too, if we want to stick with okay. them. We want. I'm looking right. at the uh, the possibilities of what our opening weekend wasted material could look like. The two wide releases are Cruella, uh, a Quiet Place Part Two, uh, something called Blue Miracle on Netflix. Uh, Dennis Quaid in a fishing film and boy he is mugging uh. to the fucking hilt in this <laughs> an inspirational family film based on a true story about a Mexican orphanage that competes in a fishing tournament you know that sounds a little too close to uh, the much better million dollar arm where we have the white yes. guy come pick up some Indian kids and uh, teach them how to throw a baseball uh, which is to say don't be surprised if Mike forces this on Dave <laughs> <laughs> and we just go for broke. And oh regard. no! I have to watch a baseball movie with John Hamm. Oh no! Oh, I'm talking about the fishing thing with Dennis Quaid. That oh, one. Don't do it. Don't that should do inspire it. great fear in you. And it's a Netflix original, so you know it's already. Why do you Why do you hate Emma Stone so much? I think is really. Oh, the Cruella. I, I'm already like. Do I go like back to back weeks on needing to use Disney Plus? I feel kind of dirty. Uh, like, take a shower. Plus, it's like probably pretty anti dog, which I know will upset you. Uh, I won't so. truck with that in the slightest, even if it is. Emma, <laughs> she doesn't even look like Emma Stone. That where's the red hair? It's nonsense. Yeah, I agree. It's, I, I don't I need agree. to see Joker Junior for the Disney Plus set. <laughs> Fuck it. I guarantee that movie is going to be better than Joker. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be better than Joker. But uh, Joker's terrible. Well, you're going to get no argument from me, and that's sight unseen. That's if I watch it or not. I'm like, yeah, sure, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, we have reached the point though, where Dave will have the next pick and we are so far ahead that, uh, this is going into June territory. We haven't, uh, we haven't exchanged, uh, the mm-hmm. most recent watches. I like what we've been doing. You've been uh, promoting this on Twitter as far as, uh, look at what our <laughs> look podcast at is. Insanity. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So the next four, uh, I'm hoping we can live up to that. Uh, I will go ahead and tell you that the way our picks are aligning, that you will fall on yet another holiday special for Father's Day. That'll be your second pick for the month of June. So, mm. you know, don't go too father heavy. We already went that direction with Christopher Walken and his one misplaced monologue of affection to his son. So, okay, bring on the chicks is what I'm saying, Dave. You know, you, you, know, you get one movie about the men and then everything else, uh, nothing but women. 
I mean, that's uh, that's difficult with a lot of classic movies. A lot of, a lot of focus on the men, so I'll have, have to think about that one. We'll see, we'll see what's coming up next. I'm waiting for a classic cinema to break you. Where you're like, I can't. <laughs> I, I can't. got nothing. You don't like where this is going. Look away, look away. You're not in my way. You're in my path. Look at that. All of my emotions are the same. What a laugh. Nothing is anybody's fault, but things happen. Look. This wood is fake. Five years ago, I was engaged to be married, and uh, and Johnny came in here, and he ordered bread for me, and I said, oh, okay, some bread, <laughs> and, and I put my hand in the slicer, and it got caught because I wasn't paying attention. The slicer chewed off my hand. <laughs> it's funny because when my fiance found out about it, when she found out that I had been maimed, she left me for another man. That's the bad blood between you and Johnny? Yes, that's it. I, that's not Johnny's fault. I don't care. I ain't no freaking monument to justice. I lost my hand. I lost my bride. Johnny has his hand. Johnny has his bride. You want me to take my heartbreak, put it away and forget?